Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cinema Rogues. I'm your host, Andrew, and with me, as always, is my co-host and host guy. Hi. Hi. Uh, we get some housekeeping out of the way. Go listen to my Board Game Barbarians. We've been on hiatus for about two months just because, you know, life happens. <laughs> Again, um, life. But we'll be back at some point in the future, hopefully next month. And in greater um, go- numbers. And in greater numbers. Uh, go check out Sightail Studios on YouTube and Twitch. You can check out some game playing that Guy does there. And then check out Retro Warriors, our Papa Show. Papa Show. Yeah. What you been uh, what you been doing? Uh nothing. It's it's like been a week, right? Like <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> um we watched uh City of Ghosts. Is a okay. it's a Netflix show. Um, and it's a kid's show and it's about these kids in LA who have a ghost club uh, and they go and interview ghosts and the ghosts are like uh, people who have grown up in different neighborhoods um, okay. so like they're all real people and they're describing like their lives but they're playing a character of a ghost uh-huh. if that makes any sense so like they did one uh, I think about like Valencia and there was a skateboarder ghost right Oh yeah, but he was like he he was a, a '80s or or '90s kid um, that grew up in you know when when skating first blew up. Maybe it was the '70s even. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a it's a cool thing uh, to to learn about different you know uh, cultures and backgrounds and stuff. And uh, I watched it with the kids, and they were they were entertained. And nice. Then, and then uh, Star Trek Discovery got caught up on that. Um, very nice. It's a good show. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I talk about that show a lot on here cause it, you know, it's whatever it, it airs like over the course of two months. It's your only outlet for it, man. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I guess you could do it on retro warriors, but yeah, I mean, who's going to listen to you there? Right, like it's you know we're talking about well random shit. So I guess I was gonna say we're talking about video games, but whatever. We, we when I'm talking, we're hardly ever talking about video games. But um, yeah, uh, but but it, thematically it fits the show, and it's it's I don't know. I I I guess I'm an abashed uh, Star Trek fanboy, right? Like I mm-hmm. am bashful about it. Um, but I guess I should just own it and be unabashed. Um. Uh, I I fucking love Star Trek. Like give give me any form of it. Like Star Trek Prodigy was good. Discovery's great. Uh Picard I'm into. Uh so I, the the more it, it's like Star Wars. The more you feed me, great. You know, it some of it it might not be for me. That's fine. I'll put it back. We'll watch it. <laughs> but put uh it back. but if you're making like various genres of sci fi, then great, you know? Yeah. Um, and then other than that, uh, let's see, we, we started, uh, to watch Avatar cause I asked the kids like, what do they want to watch next? And they're like, well, I don't know. I'm like, well, do you guys want to watch Avatar? And they're like, yeah, I've always wanted to like watch that whole thing. I'm like, great. We'll start at the beginning. Like the last airbender. The last airbender. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about the movie Avatar and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cultural milestone. Touchstone that was Avatar, the movie. The Last Airbender. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, but I hear terrible things. It is, uh, it is not, it is not good. It's not a good movie. 
Fair Stay enough. away. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, his next movie looks good. No, Which wait. One? No, that's Jordan Peele. Never mind. Uh, I, got, I, get, I got M. Night Shyamalan confused for a minute because he did old. Yeah, and that was that looked terrible. Right. Well, it looked terrifying. It's that's one of my existential fears. But that you know, one of those things that I nope out on, which made me think of Nope. Um, mm. And that movie, I well, I don't know if I can watch that movie. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> like we were both trying not to say nope there, then eventually just had to. We did it. Uh, what about um, you? I watched The Hangover. Um, I just was in a mood one night and was like, I'll rewatch this movie. And boy, does that movie not age well. Um, <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. They, they use the word retard several times. Oof. And I was like, oh, man. All right. Yeah, like, I, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, one of these days, I want to show my kids um, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. But, like... You know, in in eight to ten more years or whatever, uh, I don't know. Maybe when they're like sixteen or seventeen, like how dated is that movie going to be? Probably pretty dated, <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> they're um, they're just gonna look that, at me with like shame in their eyes, like Dad, why would you yeah. like this movie? Father, how could you? <laughs> but at the time, it was really funny. This is never funny, Dad. Um, I also watched most of Step Up All In. Is that like the fifth one? I think it's the fifth or sixth one, yeah. Oh, wow, I was making a joke, but okay. No, no, you're right. It's between four and six, somewhere along there. (laughs) Like I knew about Step Up and Step Up to the Streets. Oh, man, Step Up to the Streets is so good. Such a good movie. Well, a good bad movie. That, uh, um, what's his name directed that? The Crazy Rich Asians guy. Yeah, he did. I forgot his name, sorry. I don't know it, so don't, don't apologize to me. Okay. Um, other than that, that was it. That was it. So there's news. We don't really do news anymore, but there, there was news. What? Go for it. If you want to throw out a news item, do it. Okay, I'll do. Let me look it up. I don't have it prepared. Butthole. John uh, Chu. Hurt. John Chu William is the Hurt director. Died. Cool. William Hurt died. No, that's not cool at all. Yeah, William Hurt died. That made me sad. Yeah. Uh, well, this has been a weird meandering beginning of the show, but that's fine. We'll get into Batman now, which is our topic. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, well, hold on, hold on. I want to say something about okay. William Hurt because he, in, in my world, William Hurt was a big deal. Um, like, uh, Lost in Space, yeah, like the, the 1995 movie, 96, something like that. I, I'm, I remember. Um, and then he was in a, he was in a bunch of stuff after that, and like after that, it was like, oh my god, it's William Hurt. I love that guy. You know, he yeah. played, uh, he played General Ross in in the Marvel movies. That's uh, true. Yeah. You know, he's just, that sucks. He always struck me, like, he always plays, like, well, except for General Ross. He always plays, like, real nice characters, you know? Right. Real, like, dad figures, I guess. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Wish that guy was my dad sometimes. Oh, dad. (laughs) Anyway, 
So yeah, uh, that that did suck. I was kind of sad about that for a day. For a single day. That's all he gets. It's all you get, William Hurt. One day of sadness. That's about all Robin Williams got, you know. <laughs> oh, Robin Williams hit Justin real hard. Yeah. He, like went home and binge watched Robin Williams movies and ate a pint of ice cream and cried. Poor guy. Yeah, it was tough. Secrets about Justin that no one knows revealed on this show only. <laughs> And he'll never hear it because he doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. Take that, Justin. Cry, baby. All right. Back to Um, Batman. Sorry. All right. Today we're talking about the Batman, the new Batman movie. Which Uh, one? Synopsis. The new one. The nude Batman movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Everyone's nude in it. Great. Not a porn. It's an art house film. Yeah. Like Eyes Wide Shut. Sure. <laughs> uh, when a serial killer starts murdering high-ranked political members in Gotham, it is up to the Batman to solve the riddles and find the clues. Uh, <laughs> released on March fourth, twenty twenty-two, in the U.S. What? I don't know, the way you said that just reminded me of like some I don't know nineteen twenties or really even like sixties Batman voiceover. Now uh, the Batman to solve the riddles and find the clues, <laughs> like Good. that. Yeah. <laughs> well he'd be able Released. to solve the riddles and find the clues tune in find next out time next time same bat dragon time. ball z same bat time same bat channel uh released on march 4th 2020 in the u.s um it was originally meant to be a film written directed and starring ben affleck starting in 2015 this was slowly went out by 2017 and affleck left the project completely i forgot um, about that yep Matt Reeves, Matt Ross, Ridley Scott, Gavin O'Connor, George Miller, Dennis Villeneuve, and Fide Alvarez were all considered as replacements for Affleck as director. Um, that's a lot of names I just threw at you. The only one that's important in this context is Matt Reeves, who eventually took over. He was sent a copy of Affleck's script and didn't want to do it. All right. <laughs> he wanted to do his own thing. I mean, that's fair, I um, guess. Yeah. I think uh, I think the quote from him was like it's not for me kind of a thing. <laughs> um but he was able to get creative control from Warner Brothers and start his own script. Affleck completely removed himself from the project where he was um just going to act in it. But he didn't ended up, ended up not really enjoying the role with Batman versus Superman and everything that happened with the Justice League. He left the project completely. Thanks a lot, Justice League. Yeah, thanks a lot, <laughs> alcoholism. Um, Bruce Wayne was modeled loosely after Kurt Cobain, and the Riddler was modeled after the Zodiac Killer. And that's all I have for development stuff. There was a whole bunch of other stuff, but I just... We'd be here for a while, and I just picked out the interesting stuff. Dude... Robert Pattinson in this movie was like really pasty, which I get. Yeah, he's like an like a goth kid. Yeah, like I get it, it as a stylistic choice. Like whatever. It, it was just, uh, like from from the standpoint of he's like sort of mentally wrecked. Um, you know, in 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 a place where he doesn't give a shit what he looks like. Um, you know, it makes sense to the story and stuff. It's just one of those things that I hope as as they go into hopefully future sequels, 
that, you know, he starts looking more like presentable billionaire-ish. That makes any sense? Well, I think like the part of it for this movie was that he's a new Batman. Like he's only been doing it for two years in this movie. Yeah. And so he is, and they kind of say it multiple times, like he doesn't care about Bruce Wayne. He's just, at this point he is Batman. Like that is who he is. He doesn't care about Bruce Wayne as a person or as a figure in the, in society. So yeah, hopefully, you know, as we get, get into the spoiler talk, we'll talk a little bit about the ending. Um, hopefully in the newer or the next movie, we see more of a break between the two different characters. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I, and, and, and like you said, from, from a story standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. I just, I would have enjoyed more Bruce Wayne, I guess. And he's super pasty. Cause he's like, I'm nocturnal now. <laughs> only, That's not how the, people work. So I'm a nocturnal animal. Uh, anyway, uh, director, Matt Reeves, written by Matt Reeves and Peter Craig. Uh, leads are Robert Pattinson as the Batman. Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle. Paul Dano as the Riddler. Jeffrey Wright as Lieutenant James Gordon. Colin Farrell as, the, as Oz or the Penguin. John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. And Andy Serkis as Alfred. Um, there are no awards or nominations. Just came out. 10 days ago. So that would be nice if that'd be weird if there were awards and nominations for it already. Um, Rotten Tomatoes of an 85% tomato meter, 88 audience score. Metacritic is a 72% with a user score of 8.2 and IMDb is an 8.4. What do you think of those responses? Uh, it makes sense. It, it was, it's a enjoyable movie. Um, I can see why, 15% of people didn't like it because I, I, it wasn't as great as, as like, if it was like a, 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 an amazing, like Spider-Man level, great movie, then I, then I would expect the scores to be higher. And I understand why they're a little bit lower, but having said that it's, it's a good movie. It's good. It's okay. It's definitely a Batman movie. I, I think this is probably my favorite Batman movie. Mm. So far. <laughs> that's good good for you i'm glad thank you yeah thanks um i thought it was great i thought it was well worth seeing in theaters on the big screen um and i'll probably watch it kind of want to go see it on imax if it's still out in imax right now imax around me like switches so fast like for movies like uh i was gonna go see dune in imax and then like week two or three of dune being out it was already something else Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, IMAX is only, like, a week or two at most. Yeah. Especially, like, in the summer, uh, when you have, like, big movies coming out, like, back to back to back. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of it? Well, like I said, it was okay. It's definitely a Batman movie. I don't think... Uh, personally, I don't think it was the best Batman movie. Uh, I, I think... Uh, well, good for you, guy. Right, I felt like my reaction was just being sort of assholey, so I wanted to be encouraging. <laughs> um, like, I like The Dark Knight better. I like Batman Returns better. Um, I haven't seen the original or the '89 Batman in a long time, uh, but I would put put it up there pretty high too. Um, I just, I don't know, something. 
I'm 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 tired of dark Batman, super serious sort of uh human Batman. Right? Like grounded in reality Batman. I don't think all the characters here were sort of inspired by real people and you could see them playing real roles in society. Um, but I think, I, I, except for like, you know, somebody dressing like a bat, right? I don't know. I didn't feel like this movie was, I felt like it was a good combination of, cause the Christopher Nolan Batmans definitely are like grounded in reality. Yeah. 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 And I felt like this was a good combination of reality versus reality and like comic booky. Cause there's no way even with his suit that he's going to take a shotgun to the chest and then just get up and start fighting some more like he does in the comics, like he does in this movie. Yeah. 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 For sure. It's, uh, sorry to spoil it. Everyone. He takes a shotgun in the chest at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That scene bothered me. We'll talk about that. It, it, it remind me in the spoilers. Um, okay. Uh, but like the, uh, what was I saying about it? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, it is more comic-y than, than the Nolan trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. But like, I would like it to be closer to like the Burton Batman movies, I guess, or, or, or even like the Marvel movies where, Excuse me, there, there's a, a little bit of realism to it, but you also have shit like Mysterio, right? You know, you've got Doctor Strange which, with his magic. There's, there's like... It, it's just like, like the Riddler in this is... like you said, uh, Didn't you say? No, you so haven't said killer? it. I think it's in your in, in spoilers, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> what he's inspired by or whatnot. But his costume... Yeah, I said it. Zodiac Killer. Oh, yeah, okay. Thanks. Uh, is inspired by the Zodiac killer and, and he's like all creepy and weird and, and darkly lit. And it's, and then they had like, Oh, no, I'm not going to say that part. Um, it's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things where, where I, I, I would like it to be a little bit lighter and a little, a little you more. You want candy. him in the spandex with the cane and the, in the hat or, or a nice suit. Hat. Like if they put him yeah. in a, like a, like a business suit, you know, kind of thing. Um, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that, that it was missing the the gravitas of some of the villains of the the jokiness of it. Yeah, it's just it's just totally not what I I'm in the mood for at, for Batman at this point. We've had it for like 20 years, you know, although to be fair, if the sequel to this movie it stars like the villain is the condiment king, but it's like super gritty con- condiment king, I'd get into that. All right. Fair enough. Like he's not goofy at all. Like he's still like in a weird outfit, but he's the condiment. Like there's no way to make the condiment king <laughs> not a joke. Like just having them try to make him super serious would be the best thing ever. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. So I have mixed feelings about it. Um, but uh, just just from that standpoint. But I, I I like the direction they took it. I like the the sort of you know the detective noir aspect of it i liked um you know the that they went around solving crimes it was uh it it was an enjoyable take it's just i don't know darker than i want it to be at this point totally i mean i liked the fact that they went to back to batman being a detective yeah 
and the majority of this movie was him doing detective work, but in an interesting way, because it's hard to make detective work, not like boring or I don't know. I say that, but there's just lines. There's just hundreds of shows on television about (laughs) police detectives solving crimes. So I guess it's really not that boring, but with the Batman, you want you still want him punching dudes in the face, but also like like one hand's got a magnifying glass and the other hand's just punching him. Right. Like like he's supposed to be sort of stealthy, right? Yeah. And I think I I feel like not to get into it, um, but I feel like at the end of the movie he kind of we saw some of that. Oh, I can be stealth stealthy, or here's how I can conceal myself, not yeah. to spoil anything. Yeah, I like you know and. Uh, their use of technology was really good. Um, something you could see being applied in, in the world today, you know? Yeah. Um, I felt like he didn't use enough gadgets. Yeah. I'd agree with he that. He used like the same gadgets. He never, I don't know, maybe we'll get into it in the, in the spoiler. Okay. But he never used a battering. No, no battering. He had one, and he used it to cut things, but he never threw a battering at anyone. It was a missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Um, it's okay. Hopefully another opportunity will come around again. Yeah, there's going to be more, apparently. So. Oh, I was just I'm making a boomerang up. joke. Oh, I get it now. Now that you've explained <laughs> it to me. <laughs> Uh, so do you think you should go see it in theaters or just wait for it? Uh, I would wait for it. Uh, personally, I, I don't, I don't think that the theater necessarily added anything to the experience. However, if your home theater setup is more of like, you know, a TV in your living room or whatnot, and it's not like a, sort of a customized experience, then yeah, it's that, not fancy, right? Yeah. If it's not fancy, then, then maybe the theater is, is the right spot because uh, I say it didn't add anything, but it's, you know, there is a lot of, of, of depth to the sound um and the sound field and stuff um so so i guess it depends on, on your setup because it is it is immersive sound it is there are a lot of deep bass notes in the soundtrack and in what's going on um but mm-hmm. if you have sort of your um you know standard surround sound home theater or whatever then hey watch it at home in like three months yeah is it gonna be three months did they say that uh i didn't look i assumed Oh, you know what happens when we assume we're often wrong. That's what. Yeah. Um, I would say it's worth going to see it in the theaters. I highly enjoyed it, but I also have a subscription to a movie theater. Like I can see a movie a day kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going back to watch this movie uh, for free. Not, it's not free. It's like I pay monthly for it, but <laughs> I got to get my, got to get my money's worth out of my monthly subscription. Um, I guess we'll get into spoilers now. So if you have not seen the movie, please turn us off. Don't listen to us anymore. Or if you don't care about spoilers, like I do not care about spoilers, um, then feel free to listen ahead. Spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Um, yeah, he never refers to himself as Batman. No, no, he doesn't do that. Is there, I don't uh, think he refers to himself by any name, right? Like, uh, he calls himself Vengeance. Oh yeah, 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 he does. 
because that one uh, fool at the end is like, I'm vengeance. He's like, Ooh. and then he's like, oh, maybe I should help people instead of just punching people in the face repeatedly. I, dude, at the end, when he starts helping people, I was like, good job, I guess. Right. Like, <laughs> it just occurred to you that maybe you should offer a lending hand instead of just like disappearing and noping out constantly. Yeah. Do you think the twins at the club were Tweedledee and Tweedledum? Sure, why not? Like, really? No, like, oh, the, the Batman villains, Tweedledee and Tweedledum? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant, like, Alice in Wonderland. I was like, I guess. Yeah, do you think they're Alice in Wonderland, Tweedledee and <laughs> I forgot they were Batman villains. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. that would be really neat. That'd be fun. Because they're twins. Mm-hmm. So, like, they showed up, and I was like, they're not really, like, the build for Tweedledee and Tweedledee. I guess they are, like... There's not really a way to make the animated series build of them in a real life human. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought that was cool. How did you think, or what did you think of Joker at the end? Uh, I, I thought it was, it was a neat inclusion. Um, uh, I mean, it set some stuff up clearly for, for like sequels and stuff. And I, I wonder if maybe they're going to use that in the, the, the HBO Max series. Maybe. I did appreciate... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, because from what I've heard, that originally it was supposed to be a Gotham Police type series or whatever um, that, that sort of followed up on this movie or maybe was a prequel to this movie or, or whatever, but I think Matt Reeves has since said that it's sort of morphed into an Arkham Asylum uh, type show. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, I'd watch that. Yeah, so if they had, like, Paul Dano and, and, and I forgot his name, who played the Joker, um, you know, in a, in a series together and, and sort of doing their, you know, criminal thing in jail, I'd be down for that. I appreciated the, that, like, the Joker gang was already an established thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I liked, I liked that, and that that was, like, who he fought at the beginning. Um... I would have liked to see more. <laughs> I almost said gang violence. <laughs> I would have liked to see more like of the different get Cause you know, cause the, in Batman, it's all crews. It's all different gangs. Yeah. 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 So I'd like to see, but I guess two face isn't a thing at this point because he's not the DA in this movie and it kind of sets up for him to become the DA later on. Um, because the DA dies, he explodes. Yeah, I mean, um, you had you had the uh, the Riddler Riddler gang. You had the Joker gang. You had a couple of gangs. You had the Joker gang at the end. You kind of had like the Riddler gang, which I assume they were all orphans from the orphanage that he grew up in. Wow, I just assumed there were his weird Instagram followers. That's also could could also be his dark web followers. Yeah. Um. I don't know, like, it would have been cool to see some other games, but I guess Penguin's not really established as his own villain in this movie. Um, he's just an underling for Carmine Falcone. Yeah, see, okay, so let's talk about this for a second, because that was part of my problem, right? Like, I, I enjoyed Colin Farrell's take on the Penguin. It was really good. Um, and is uh, every time he talked, it surprised me, because he sounded kind of like, uh, he's got, like, Danny DeVito accent. Mm-hmm. Which was which is neat. It's just not what I expect to come out of Colin Farrell's mouth, I guess. Yeah. Um. But like, 
part of my problem with the realistic sort of Batman that that you have going on is that then the natural bad guys become uh, Maroni and Falcone. Me. Is it just Falcone? I don't know. Whatever. Becomes those two, right? Like in uh, Christopher Nolan's movies, uh, the original like uh, fake bad guy was was Carmine Falcone. And then I think it's Falcone. And then maybe it is. Uh, and then and then uh, Maroni was uh, the bad guy in Dark Knight Returns. I mean, other than the Joker, right? He was still he was moving in on the territory and. Uh, was who uh, the DA was going after uh, before he became Two Face. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's I'm just I'm tired of those two as villains. If you're going to start a new like Batman series, why are you using those same two again? Um, you know, you, I mean, they are integral villains in like they are real world, not real, but they are like the the closest thing to a real world villain in the comics, right? So I think that's why they use them, but. You're right. There are more colorful villains to use, like Condiment King. Um, <laughs> you really want a Condiment King movie? Um, no, I mean, like, there's so many villains that they ha- haven't used. They could do Rajal Gould correctly instead of the way that they did it, and you know, having an Irishman play him. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got Clayface. They've never done Clayface which would be really cool. I think they're waiting for CG to look good, but I think they could do it practically as well and still look good. Or Killer Croc. Um, I mean, fucking Killer Croc's been in Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, but he looked like garbage in that movie. <laughs> they, they didn't, I don't know. They made him look too human. And I think the point of him is to look like a fucking crocodile person with a snout and everything. I don't know. I'd I'd be good for a, a new Doctor Freeze. I liked having the Riddler in there. The Riddler hasn't been in since the nineties. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Two Face is overused. Joker's getting overused at this point. But I think you can't. I don't think you can have a Batman movie or series without tipping your hat to Joker in some way. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I think. Uh... Joker's kind of your 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 staple villain that you that you have to have, um, for it to feel like the stakes are are right, I guess. Um, in, in the overall scheme of things, and I'm fine with having, like, if if Cre- uh, what's his fucking face, um, Heath Ledger hadn't died, like yeah. he was supposed to be the villain in 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 the third Batman movie, and, and who knows what that movie would have looked like with him as the villain, right? But having two movies worth of the Joker as a villain and 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 have playing a major role in that movie would uh, or in the overarching series would would be great. And and if they go that direction with this, and you know, I'm fine with that. But yeah, let's pull from from some of the the lower tier villains. Well, even then, he's still got higher tier villains that they haven't done. Like Court of Owls would be great. Um. The ventriloquist. I think that the the actor that played the Riddler would have made a really good ventriloquist. Like he looks like him. Yeah. Paul Dano. Yeah. I think he would have been a great ventriloquist. But I think Warner Brothers is afraid to deep to dip into the lesser known villains, even though they've just skimmed the surface of their villains. Like 
they need to they need to bring some of that out for sure I, it, it, and and you know like like, like you said I, it, the riddler hasn't been around since the 90s uh the penguin hasn't you know so so being able to you know move forward with the penguin as a, as a, as a as a bad guy is pretty great um you know they didn't kill the riddler so if there's some sort of like 60s batman fucking supervillain team up down the road okay do it yeah i mean they shouldn't be killing villains that's a that's an old 90s and 2000s spider-man and other trope of just killing villains <laughs> like that's an old superhero old superhero movie trope of killing villains which they shouldn't be doing because you can reuse them in later movies yeah, and it's not like people are like, oh, he would never escape. Come on, that's part of the fun. You know, I think part of, the, of, of, of my disappointment in this movie was there were things that I couldn't get past, uh, which, you know, we'll, we'll get into. Um, like what? Well, okay. You wanted me to remind you of something, and I completely forgot what I was supposed to remind you of. I'm sorry. Uh, that's all right. Um, we'll either talk about it or we won't. Okay, so when they were talking about uh, El Rata Alada, First off, URL and then going to a website is dumb. But also, <laughs> they, he, they figure out that it means a rat with wings, right? And, they're, mm-hmm. and in this, when they are, they're already discussing the fact that they're talking about a rat, a mole, uh, uh, an informant, right? Like that was part of the thing that they already figured out. And they're like, oh, it's like a rat with wings. And they're like, oh, like a stool pigeon. Like, why would the Riddler put in, as sophisticated as he is with, with puns and jokes and stuff, that, and you know this at this point in the movie, why yeah. would he put in two references to the same thing? Like a rat and a stool pigeon in the same room. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And then like, well, penguins have wings. It must be him. Like, you idiots. Come on. Like, you know that Falcone works at that club. How did you not see the similarities between Falcone and Falcon? Like, it's for for two you know great detectives or whatever. It makes it makes no sense to the plot that they like fingered the penguin and we're just like let's not think any further about that. I don't know. I feel like they were under a lot of stress, and when you're under stress, you make mistakes. Also, I feel like it's more of showing like. Batman's not, you know, as as I said, he's only been doing it for two years, so he's not the world's greatest detective at this point in the movie, I wouldn't think. Yeah, or at he's this point certainly in his career. not. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's more of him, like, learning. Because even then, like, Batman in the comics, the tool at the end of the movie when that's for carpet stuff. Yeah. Like, Batman in the comics would have Sherlock Holmes been like, oh, that's a tool used for carpeting. Like there's a carpet here. Like in the comics, he would have known exactly what everything was. And I think it's more of showing like without having an origin story, still showing growth as a character. I do appreciate the time to costume in this movie was zero. Very, very short. Yeah. Um, and then like, okay. Kristen pointed this out too. Um, the Riddler blows a hole, blows several holes in the seawall, right? Mm-hmm. And then they. I don't know why you got so quiet. You got so quiet. Because I'm trying not to get angry about this. Um, oh, okay. And then the river, or I assume the sea, comes into 
like the central part of Gotham, right? Okay. And then they're like, uh, well, everybody's sort of in the bowl in the middle of the city. That's probably bad, right? And they're like, yeah, that's pretty bad. We should get them out. And then somebody says, wait, isn't that where it's like the shelter of last resorts for a hurricane? And they're like, yeah, but that's not going to work when the whole city's flooding. Y'all. You have fucking seawalls. I'm pretty sure one of the first things that happens in a hurricane is that you get like 12 foot fucking, um, what's it called? Tidal surges? No. Waves? No. I mean, yeah, yeah, waves, waves, but there's, there's a word for it. I forget what it is. Um, you know, if, if you're that exposed that you're building a seawall, then in a hurricane, you're expecting water to flow over the, the, the fucking wall. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think they're expecting the walls to break during a hurricane. Mm, I think we learned a lesson if, in New Orleans. Well, New Orleans did, but Gotham has got strong walls, the best walls. <laughs> They've got the best walls. It just seems to me that if you're in some sort of emergency hurricane situation, um your your safest bet is not to be not in a bowl in yeah. a bowl behind like surrounded by seawall yeah maybe it definitely was a weird space to have it and then i don't but know that how could be like, i don't know if you know how oversight like, by gotham not not necessarily like a bad script thing well sure maybe gotham's just that shitty Maybe electricity works different in Gotham too. I don't know. It seems like a power cable like dragging itself into a fucking pool full of people uh, would not be good for those people. Oh, it wouldn't. But you don't know the volume of water that's in there and how much electricity is actually flowing through the cable. Enough to arc. (laughs) Yeah, but you can arc electricity with like uh, a Tesla coil. And those don't hurt you. Okay, enough for them to say, Batman, please cut this before it electrocutes people. Well, no one said that. And then when he did, why did he cut the the, the cord above him instead of below him? Like, what was the point of that? He needed to go save those people. So cut it below and then, like, swing off. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't... Get yourself away from the wreckage instead of dropping in with it. Well, he thought that the, that was the best spot um, right underneath him, like in the situation, <laughs> he actually looked around him at the scenario that he was in um, and saw things that we didn't see as an audience member. Okay. It just, I don't know. He's having, he's having a hard sophomore campaign as the Batman. Yeah. He's going to need to work harder if he wants to get paid. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad Alfred didn't die. I'm glad Alfred didn't die, too. I thought they were going to kill off Alfred, and I was, like, angry about that. You were like, bitch. Pretty much. You don't <laughs> kill Alfred until at least the third movie, you know? Right, when he dies of old age and his granddaughter or niece or whatever comes by. And... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was the, what? That was the fourth one? That's Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, I think so. And then, like, I don't know, it's just... And then Bruce Wayne's gullible as fuck. You know. He goes up to Falcone, and he's like, Maroney killed your parents. Okay, I trust you, crime boss. 
Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, man. He's just a younger, like he's a younger Batman. I don't know. His head's all mixed up. He doesn't know who to believe. <laughs> Riddler's throwing stuff at him. Uh, he basically, I, I mean, he believes uh, Alfred when Alfred tells him like stuff about it. Well, yeah, because he's lived with Alfred, right? Like, yeah. as far as he knows, like Falcone is just the the crooked dude that his dad uh, was friends with. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's it, it, they're just the like little things like that. Like overall, like I said, I liked the movie. I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. I'll watch it again. I just, you know, had some problems that I couldn't get past, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the fighting in this movie was the best Batman fighting that I've seen in a movie before. I agree with that. Oh, it's the shotgun. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he takes the shotgun to the chest. Okay, sure. Nothing happens. It's some sort of, uh, like, hard plating, right? It clearly, like, everything ricochets off of it or something. But... Yeah. Then... The guy get, again, not in realism, which is what you wanted, was the movie not set in realism. The guy no. gets the shotgun and aims it at Batman's clearly bulletproof cow instead of like right in his fucking jaw. No, I I felt like he was aiming it at his full face, like the shotgun would have like hit his entire face, dude. I'm just saying, I would have put a shotgun like under his chin, like clearly there's no armor there. <laughs> You don't know. He could have invisible Batman armor. Oh, yeah. It's fucking bat armor. (laughs) I am. Yeah. The fighting in this in this movie was what I imagine comic book Batman and what for the most part, like the Arkham games were Mm -hmm. down to like the hit sounds (laughs) when he's like punching them. Like there's a big like like there's basically a pow on the screen, but in realism sound yeah and i like i don't know i it i like that he got beat up you know a little bit yeah you know fists hurt him but bullets don't that's because fists punch him in the face yeah he's giving him concussions basically like his head seemed to jiggle a lot when he got punched yeah i did like that bullets were basically kind of just bounce ricocheting off of him as you were saying um, it made it feel more like he was just wearing armor. Um, I feel like he could have dodged a little bit more. Yeah. Cause that's a lot, like a lot of what like nineties cartoon Batman does dodges the bullets. Like he's that agile and quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's been being that, trained by Alfred for years. Yeah. Which I like that. I like that it wasn't. You know, he didn't go get trained by Ra's al Ghul, at least. You know. It was nice having Alfred train him. I mean, wasn't he trained in the comics by someone that wasn't Alfred? I mean, probably. I just like the idea that Alfred's like, I can't, I can't teach you how to love and have parents, but I can teach you how to fight, I guess. Yeah, I thought in the comics, or at least in the 90s cartoon, he was trained by Ra's al Ghul also. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, red seemed to be his color in this movie. I don't know if you noticed that. Is it not normally his color? I don't know. No, I mean, I, I don't usually associate red with Batman. I usually associate, like, gray and blue. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of red in this movie. 
Lots of red in this movie. Um, but that was apparent from like the first trailer, right? Or was it the sneak? Yeah, peek? it was first. It was the sneak peek in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the Batmobile? I loved it. That was great. Uh, I thought that, uh, you know, it is a work in progress, like stock car type situation. I thought it was great. I did too. I, I enjoyed it. And the fact that it was like him working on it himself. Yeah. Something that like he didn't like commission or anything like that, or he didn't just take from his company as a, as a military asset. Right. It shows his, you know, knowledge of, of lots of things, really cars, um, rocket engines. Yeah. (laughs) Engineering Um, in general. I felt like the Batman theme was very Imperial Marchy. Yeah. Well, it's. The fucking Nirvana song, right? Is it? Yeah. The theme, like the theme when he shows up and it's like... Yeah, it's a Nirvana song. Oh, It's the same one they used in the trailer. It's like one of two songs in the whole movie. Well, I missed that. (laughs) Uh, That Nirvana song is very Imperial Marchy. Yeah, yeah. uh, I think I wrote it down here. Um, they, They used Ave Maria... A lot that was like Riddler. Yeah, they sort of use thing. that a lot. Yeah, that was a that was a licensed free song. Yeah, and then something in the way by Nirvana. Uh, like it's a, it's a it's a it's a not remix isn't the right word, but a cover of it, right? You know, right. using like uh, the Orchestra. theatrical orchestral stuff uh, instrumentation. But uh, but yeah, that's that's the song. It is. It's just like slowed down a lot. And they turn it into Batman's theme. Like you said, like when you refer to it as Batman's theme, uh, like I came away from that movie thinking, oh, Batman didn't have a theme, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Because all they did was, was, was like cover that song. But I can see now that you say that, I can see how that was his theme and will probably be his, you know, could potentially be his theme going forward. Um, but yeah, it was just, it seemed weird to me that, uh, well, I, it's, I, it, it was weird in a good way that they used it in the trailer, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not very often you get the theatrical music in a trailer, uh, like ever really. I was going to say these days, but I don't think even, even before that didn't really seem to happen. Um, you know, notable ones I think would be like, um, the exorcist probably used, uh, whatever tubular bells, uh, in, in the trailer. But, but you know, it's, it's one of those things that happens infrequently enough that they kind of stand out. And so I like that they did that. You know, they're like, here, this is what to expect when you get, when you get the movie. They had that sort of long trailer, like preview scene where with uh, uh, the, the the Batmobile chase with with Penguin and stuff. Yeah. And then they fade out with like the the Batman like logo and, and title card and stuff. Um, yeah. And that was all to, you know taken exactly from the movie. Like, I, I mean, there there's probably some edits and and a little bit of of you know rejiggering of the, of the music. But it's it's essentially the same motif as as the actual scene, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I agree. I liked the music in this movie. Um, directing was great. Movie had some amazing shots. Yeah, cinematography was amazing. Um, I don't know. I just really liked this movie a lot. I thought Zoe Kravitz was great. She did an amazing job. I thought. Uh... I thought uh, the Batman was a bit creepy um, when he was like following her around and then like, you know, being all demandy about you know, tell him everything, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, but it, you know, as a character, she that she handled it well, and 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 you know, the, the movie yeah. handled it fine. But and I think that also shows his greenness as the as a Batman character. Yeah, yeah, for like sure. Not knowing how to handle a situation or not being in that situation before. And I think they, I feel like they may have used that as a crutch for some of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they intended it to be that way but it may have also been kind of a crutch for like, you know, well, well, he's green. He's a green Batman. It's only two years. He's, he barely knows what he's doing. The costume Um, designer's like, he's green. Yep. He's green Riddler. (laughs) Just like the Riddler. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, Oh, oh, you're right. He, 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 he does seem kind of, kind of green and and he's, you know, he makes mistakes and, and he had growth throughout the movie. He, you know, it's, uh, you know, again, you come to the end and he's like almost puts on a smile, right? <laughs> and he's like helping people out and they're like, oh, maybe this Batman dude isn't so bad. Holding their hand. Yeah. And, and being, you know, an inspiration for, for good and trying to, to sort of spread hope rather than just trying to intimidate um, the, the villains, the, the whatever, bad guys. The, the baddies the baddies um so so hopefully i, I you know in, in a second ba- the batman movie um you know he's he's a little older and has has learned some of those things and he's he's more into that sort of classic persona that you would you would you know expect and and be maybe maybe the next movie is about him becoming comfortable being bruce wayne you know something like yeah. that and hopefully it comes out not in the next not like in four or five years <laughs> right Hopefully Warner Brothers greenlights this movie a, a bit quicker and Matt Reeves can write it faster. I don't know. Get it done. I want to see it tomorrow. Do it. Make it happen. Make it happen, Captain. Um, you can see this in theaters right now uh, at some point at HBO Max. Let me look that up real quick. Sure. Uh, Find it. 45 days after it's theatrical release. All right. So 35 more days. There you go. So about a month. About a month. That sounds like, um, what? April something. 15th, 16th, 17th. Thereabouts. Yeah. So you'll next month, you'll be able to watch it on the HBO max and see it there. Oh, it's April Uh, 19th. I can't do math. There we go. What are we watching next time? Uh, watching Back to the Future, finally. Yeah, we've had it on our list for a while. I mean, we're not finally going to watch it. We've both seen the movie before. Yeah, I'm not even sure I have to watch it, but I'm gonna. I'm going to watch it. Uh, it's such a good movie. I'm going like to write a, notes. Like, I kind of want to do the trilogy, but I think the first one sort of deserves its own episode, so. Yeah. You want to do all of them like in one? Ep- I don't know if we're gonna do if we're gonna do the trilogy. We need to do it all in one episode. I don't want to do like episode one, like one episode Back to the Future, and then two episode the two and three movies. I like so we're gonna we're gonna do some housekeeping on the show right now. Do you want to do all three movies for next time, or do you just want to do Back to the Future? You know what? I'm I'm gonna let you decide that. Nope, nope, nope it's nope, your nope. pick. Hold on, hold on. I already picked. I already picked Back to the Future out of the three movies you gave me. So now you get to decide if it's Back to the Future or all three movies. Mm, 
here's the thing. For me, the Back to the Future movies as a trilogy were like transformational. Um, you know, got me into time travel as a concept, uh, science as a field, uh, and really sparks the imagination of, of, you know, little guy. Mm -hmm. So I could easily do an hour about the back to the future trilogy. Um, uh, and just talking about all the neat concepts that, that it introduces and, and the, the clever ways that it references itself and, and things of that nature. Um, my concern potentially, I suppose, is I don't know how fond you are of the back two movies. Well, that's the fun part. <laughs> and I don't want to listen to you yuck my yum for 45 minutes or whatever. Yuck your yum. I've never heard that phrase. You've never heard that phrase? I've never heard. I don't even know what it means. I'm assuming uh, it's bad. I'm assuming it means like shit talk you for 30. Yeah. Well, it's something that we teach like kids these days. Uh, they're like, I think any parents listening to this are probably familiar with the phrase of, of like younger kids. Um, but it's, it's basically saying, uh, let people like what they like and don't be disparaging about it. Right. Like, uh, it, 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 it comes from, from like food when somebody's like, I like spinach or whatever. And somebody's like, ew, gross. Like, don't do that. That's rude. Right. All right. So I don't, uh, I'll, I'll tell you so that way, you know how to make a, uh, informed decision on the show. Okay. I will, I will tell you my history with back to the future, uh, in an abridged version right now. All right, let's do it. Bonus content. Which is. Uh, it did not, I guess it was the first movie that I saw that had to do with time. No, Time Machine was, so never mind. Um, oh, that's original. The time. Guy Ritchie one? Oh, the original. No, the original Time Machine movie. Oh, okay. Because my dad's better. into classic movies. Oh, I love the Guy Ritchie Time Machine movie. That is a terrible, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> fantastic movie. Oh, uh, I might have to do that one sometime then. I agree with you yeah. on that. I love that movie, but it is hot garbage. Just like Van Helsing. <laughs> We're going to have to do Van Helsing some kind because that is hot garbage. Um, anyway, I love Back to the Future 1. Um, I'm <sighs> Back to the Future 2 is okay, and I love Back to the Future 3. All right. Well, let's, do, let's do the trilogy. Um, that way, uh, like I said, I can talk an hour easily about, about the trilogy and... and all the various aspects and intertwinings and stuff. And, and, and especially some of the development stuff, um, you know, with, with the first movie and then with Chris, Crispin Glover in the second movie and, and some of that fallout. So, Oh man. And him in the, what was it? The third movie. They just used like, they basically deep faked him. No, there's a second one. Is it? Yeah. Was he in the third? He was in the third one. No, he, um, I think they reused footage from the first. Movie That's when what it is when they showed him waving with, with Leah Thompson at the end. And he sued the shit out of them. Well, no, he should sue the shit out of them for the second one. Oh, okay. because in the second one, they used like a double in prosthetics to, to recreate him and then didn't credit him at all. Yeah. And yeah. what a good, anyway, we won't get it. We'll get into it next time, but <laughs> we'll do back to the future as a series next time on same bet time, same bet channel. 
Yeah. Same cinnamon roll time, same cinnamon roll channel. Hot and fresh. Hot and fresh. Bye. Bye.